Here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. This is Steffi Smalls. We are here to break down the Thanksgiving Day slate of NFL games and make some money to pay for these turkeys. Let's get right into it. Steph, how you doing on this Tuesday? You ready for Thanksgiving? I'm excited. We have there's no teams on by. We got a lot of football, three games on the Thanksgiving slate. Some inter they're interesting matchups actually too. So I'm excited to break them down. All right, let's get into the first one, which is the Buffalo Bills minus 10 at the Detroit Lions. Seems like a home game for the Bills pretty much at this point, having played there last week. Total is set at 54. Some interesting nuggets that I came across while digging through some research on Thanksgiving. If there's one day during the year that you want to be on the side of the public, this is it. The public absolutely smashes and makes money on Thanksgiving. Favorites in Thanksgiving, I believe this is since 2043 and eight straight up. 35 and 16 against the spread. Road favorites on Thanksgiving, 23 and 1 straight up, 19 and 5 against the spread. The public wins on Thanksgiving if they have 60% of the tickets or more, 20 and 7 against the spread. Mm-hmm. Seems to mean that this is a Buffalo smash spot at minus 10 in Detroit for the second week in a row. What is your opinion on this game? Yeah, I'm with I it's time for us to humble Detroit a little bit here. And I think that All they're right. gonna get a fat piece of humble pie. Um, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that dad joke there, but that works. I think it's time for them to we gotta bring it down a notch. Like I am happy for Lions fans. I said this last week. Um excited that they're winning games. They're winning a little bit too much, and it's time for we're back to the fact that you are the Detroit Lions. This is the Buffalo Bills. Detroit has given up the most yards and the most points per game than any other team. Bills on the other are on the other side of that, sitting at second in the league. So they are going to just absolutely deal, I think, against the Lions. Will the Lions keep this fun? Probably. Like, I think we're going to get a good game, which is cool. Um, but I don't think that they stand a chance against the Bills. The home dogs on Thanksgiving is almost as good as road favorites on Thanksgiving. Home dogs on Thanksgiving, 2-26. and 26. Straight up, three and eighteen. Uh, sorry, Detroit is three and eighteen against the spread on Thanksgiving over the last twenty-one years. So, to me, this just seems like a smash spot for Buffalo. I get the argument. Plus ten is a lot of points, especially for a team mm-hmm. that can back to recover like the Detroit Lions at home. But it seems like Bills may just roll in this spot, and the Bills indoors are a different creature. It's a different monster. You saw it last week. All the distractions that they had having to fly to Detroit to take on the Cleveland Browns, they still put up 31 with no problem and covered the spread. This is a different team, different animal at home. Also, give me that Stephon Diggs anytime touchdown. Lock that one in again. I guarantee that he's going to get in the end zone. The over-under, interesting at 54. Road-unders for Buffalo this season are 5-0. and They do not consider last week to be a road game because it was a neutral game. I don't know. Buffalo, like I just mentioned, Buffalo indoors, man. That that could be crazy. Uh, maybe Detroit doesn't put up a lot of points, and this is just a smash for Buffalo. Um, what do you think about that total of 54? I mean the under on the total. I think that, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting 
do they just play enough? Is, is this going to be one of those situations? Because we've seen this number be this high for the Bills and they almost get all the points on their own. That was a little bit earlier on in the season. So yeah. I'm skeptical to take the under when it's a Bills game. And with the Lions just ultimately playing better. But again, these are two different animals meeting each other. It's not the same. So 54 is high. If, they, if that were to come down a little bit, you might be able to get me to go on the over. Um, but I'm more comfortable with that, you know, the spread than looking at the total here. All right, one final point that I came across. I'm going to call this the Thanksgiving double down. All right. Okay. If a team is winning in the first half, you want to bet on them against the spread in the second half. That same okay. team, they are 30 and 16 in the second halves on Thanksgiving. The reason being, oh. if you're winning on Thanksgiving, you're just going to keep winning. That's why the favorites smash in the spot. Mm -hmm. So I think that a team like if you get Buffalo, who's up like four and a half, and they're minus. Four and a half, second half, absolute smash right on Buffalo. So I'm going to call that my Thanksgiving special double I down. I like it. Hopefully that works out for us. All right, let's get to your game. I know we got a lot to talk about here. The mm -hmm. New York Giants plus nine and a half at the Dallas Cowboys, total set of 45 and a half. The Giants, rash of injuries, lost to Detroit last week. Dallas, thank God they came through for me. Biggest bet of the year. Absolutely smashed the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know. This feels like the bounce back spot. Maybe – You'll, you'll tell me no, maybe, because there's so many injuries on the Giants. But you want to bet Daniel Jones as a road dog. This is a perfect spot for that. Dallas mm -hmm. could not be thought of any higher in the market. And believe me, I don't think it was higher on them than I am right now. I have them in my power rankings as fourth, right behind Buffalo, Kansas City, and San Francisco. Dallas is my number four team ahead of Philadelphia at this point. But the New York Giants plus nine and a half. I don't know. I kind of like the under 45 and a half, and I kind of like Giants plus nine and a half. If you want to use Dallas as a teaser, if you can get it from nine to three, okay. But I kind of like the Giants. Uh, I am so – this game, I said on the show last week, the past couple of weeks, Dallas was either – they were winning one of their next two. I didn't expect them to go into Minnesota and just, like, absolutely smack them around and make Minnesota look absolutely foolish. Here's the thing with Dallas. They haven't won on Thanksgiving since 2018. Um, that was against Washington. I believe they got beat pretty good. Is there value here on the Giants in a divisional game on Thanksgiving? Maybe. I just I have a hard time thinking that Dallas is gonna let the New York Giants beat them at home, but they don't they don't play well on Thanksgiving, right? Um, I think there's probably value on the New York Giants there. I struggle with the injuries though, because I think that you saw how much that's hurting this team last week. Um, I just don't think, you know, they stayed in that game against Dallas in the beginning of the season. There's a lot of value right now. If you can go look at some of those numbers, I've already, and I never, I never bet on my own team. I have already placed a bunch of parlays on this game. The numbers are super low in the giants. You're seeing a lot of this like bias leak into these numbers. So there's a lot, of, I don't, I think I will probably only be playing it from a player prop perspective, but is there value in New York? Absolutely. I also would love for Dallas also to get a piece of humble pie. Cause I, now they're going to the Super Bowl again. We do this every effing year around this time. It's like yeah. the Cowboys win a big game around week 10, week 11. And then everyone decides that they're going to the Super Bowl and then they leave, lose on Thanksgiving. Like, I feel like this is on repeat. Um, so I don't know. They call it the OBJ uh, bowl. I don't think that the Giants are trying to lure him in as hard as the Cowboys are. I don't think it's that serious, but I, I like the under in this game. I think they should keep it competitive. Uh, under 45 and a half, that would probably lean to a plus nine and a half. I do have a bet that I made earlier in the week on Monday. Buffalo minus two, Dallas minus two is a teaser piece. Obviously, both those lines are completely gone at this point. 
Yeah. So I think that Dallas and Buffalo, if you want to combine the money lines, minus 450, minus 390, it's like a whatever. Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if the favorites win, you might as well place it in. But Giants plus nine yeah. and a half. Maybe I'll wait for 10 based on the movement, but I like the Giants in the spot. Uh, one final point on Dallas, and you kind of alluded to it earlier. One in 10 against the spread on Thanksgiving over the last 11 seasons, and one in 11 in their last 12 Thanksgiving games in the first half against the spread. So mm. if you like the Giants, do that first half bet on the Giants. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe you can get a plus six and a half out there right now. Mm-hmm. Giants plus six and a half first half. That seems to me to be a massively uh, valuable spot. I think also um, one thing that people didn't realize impacted that game, I think a little bit more, no one's going to recognize this unless they're a Giants fan, but Graham, Graham Gano not being healthy and Graham Gano missing every single field goal attempt that he had was massive for that game. So I think that him being healthy alone, you can even keep this game a little bit closer because we've relied on him so much throughout this entire season. But I'm with you. I think there probably is a little bit of value here on the Giants unless you're doing some type of teaser piece, which you probably already missed the window for that. All right, let's get to the last game. Sunday or Sunday night football, Thursday night football. Uh, the, the, the New England Patriots plus three at the Minnesota Vikings. Total is set at 42 and a half. Bill Belichick against the spread on short rest, 29-15 and one. However, I do have a special bet for this. First quarter Minnesota Vikings money line. The New England Patriots have only scored 15 points in the first quarter of all games this season. They're the worst team in the NFL at scoring in the first quarter. Take the first quarter owner under and take the Minnesota Vikings money line first quarter. That's my early bet. What about for the game? What do you like? Okay. All season, I have tried. I I took a deep breath. Okay, I know what that look is. All right, cool. Okay, I have tried to support these Minnesota Vikings. I have said over and over again, I watch the games. I do not know how they are winning. I think that all of their flaws came very much through during that Dallas game. This is a primetime game. Kirk Cousins, now I'm buying into it. Last eight primetime games, he's three and five. Two of those wins have come from the Bears. That I don't even know if we can – I don't, do we count that? I don't know if we even can count that. He's thrown 10 interceptions over those eight games. In his primetime appearance against the Eagles, too, what did he throw three of them? What was that, week two against Philly? Yeah. Then, how about this one? How about this? So Cousins is 0-2 all time against the Patriots, and he's thrown three interceptions between those two games – and his teams have never scored more than 10 points against the Patriots. Whoa. This is a disaster. Um, a nice bounce back spot. But again, New England's defense, he's, you know, Kirk has to face another top five defense. It, can he overcome that in prime time? I don't feel good about that. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that I, you kind of blew my mind on the Kirk Cousins thing against the Patriots. Never scored more than 10 points. That is absolutely wild to me. Um, Minnesota is an interesting spot as a bounce back, right? Because teams that have lost by 35 plus points, uh, mm-hmm. over the last like 10 years, 63% against the spread. If that loss occurred in November or December, they're 67% against the spread. Like you said, great bounce back spot potentially mm-hmm. for them. And this Patriots offense is pardon my French, but absolute dog shit. Like, they are so bad. Mac, jo- Mac Jones, I said it before the season and I, you know, I, I don't know how much it came true, but I think that Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia ruined this kid. This conference yeah. is gone. They don't have playmakers. Like, all they can do is run the ball decently well. This Minnesota Vikings defense is not as bad as they were as no. they showed last week. Under 42 and a half points. 
I like that spot. I know I'm supposed to bet on the Minnesota Vikings at minus three in this position, but I have a hard time getting around that. I think it's going to be the Patriots. Uh, 33% of bets and 56% of the money is on the Patriots at plus three right now. Plus three, minus 120 at DraftKings. Maybe it's going to go to two and a half. So if you like the three, I would go grab it right now before it goes back to two and a half. I don't know. I'm really torn on this one because I see both sides. Yeah. Playing Minnesota right now feels really gross, but usually the gross is where you want to go. So I don't know. It does feel gross. I think either way, this is going to be one of those games. That's, it, I mean, this line is set perfectly. Someone's going to sneak out a win. It's I see this being a low-scoring affair. That's kind of been what the Patriots' MO has been all season. You also have seen the Vikings just – play up or down outside of last week to their competition. Like they're not blowing anyone out where it's either that or they're getting blown out. Apparently like that, those are their two realms now that of possibilities. So um, I don't know that I can, like, I'm, I can't confidently take new England. So I don't know if that number moves and then I feel a little bit more confident, but how do you, how do you bet Minnesota after last week? And then Kirk I don't and Prime, know. like, I don't know. You have to be one confident Motherfucker, did you do that? <laughs> oh, shit. All right, we're going to close it out with that. Good luck with all your bets on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Follow us at Champions Round for more information. All of our bets we will put out for Thanksgiving on there. All right, talk to you soon. Good luck. 